0: isn't too bad but i was just like there (laughs) saying to this 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 guy like can i just buy a bottle of coke and use your toilet (laughs) because otherwise it's going to be fucking (laughs) real world consequences (laughs) exactly like oh shit did
1: we just get welcome to game of notes a weekly podcast on the cosmos from independent validator teams
0: Hello, welcome to Game of Nodes, a weekly podcast from independent validator teams on the Cosmos. And if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So I should have guessed that that was going to happen when I was asked to describe whether I was hungover on Sunday morning when I had to do a a long cycle across the French and Swiss Alps. So um, (laughs) this week, uh, we've got mercifully little drama per second. So unless some happens during this podcast, uh, we've got a few things we want to talk about um, a couple of test net bits. Um, I think that is about it. Um, we've got some guests coming up on future shows, but we won't, uh, we won't spoil, uh, who that's going to be. Um, and we of course got my friend and colleague Callum on tonight's show, um, joining us from the bed knobs and broomsticks bread,
2: bed knobs, <laughs> broomsticks
0: bread, bed knobs and broomsticks bed. That's a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, yeah genuinely is is that your bed because it is a ridiculous bed
2: yeah yeah it is it is my bed
0: <laughs> and why are you coming to us from like oh, Marie Antoinette or something from the Chez Long as the peasants burn down the the town nearby what, what's what's going on here
2: well Kraken just listed Juno so I'm a very rich man now so you know <laughs> got know. it has gone up I'm not, by. I'm not rich oh no it pumped like 15% <laughs> It 15% did.
0: already? Holy it's shit, 16, when I saw I it, think. it was like 10 pence. And I was like, 10 pence per judo in business. What the fuck is a pence? I don't
2: know. Oh, it, A pence is, is like goes. a cent. Oh, Yeah, actually, in, in today's exchange rate, it's probably pretty damn close. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Bullying.
1: Everything's yeah. like across the board. 15,
0: 16, 17%. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: There's, there's, it's a good, it's a good news day today, uh, for the price of, uh, of Juno. And, uh, that, that actually, that news came out, I think earlier. I did a stream, um, with our, our dear eccentric friend, Don Kryptonium. Um, and I think the news came out while we were on the stream and we literally didn't notice. Yeah. yeah. all, yeah, you all came the things back.
2: That- you came back, saw my message, and you're like, wait, this makes my life so much easier.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, like, there's been so much talk about fiat off ramps and stuff on Juno, and that's just like fucking done. It's just like it's just cracking. And, and for all, well, I don't know actually. I, I don't know if I'm the only validator users. I certainly we, their business stuff is very easy to use in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, so we use yeah, they cracker. literally we, we gave them yeah right okay cool. So yeah, we're all in the same. That they, they they were just we tried a couple of other providers and they were like really slow and unresponsive and Kraken, We just like provided. Our company details, registration, all that kind of shit, and they were just like, "Bam, yeah." Let's, I, let's, I think you will
3: recall when I was trying to make my Binance account, and I was pulling my hair out for two weeks trying to bloody. uh make
0: Was that it strategically thing. pulled out in order to make yeah. the the kind yeah. of mohawk <laughs> go? Yeah, the, the side sloping mohawk. It's the side sloping. <laughs> Is it but, technically a Mohican? No, no, so no, no. It's a mohawk, isn't it? It's a. It's, that's a mohawk. The Mohicans, the.
2: Um, look at that wow mohican would be like yeah it's like a big
0: right? yeah the mohican's the big one isn't it this is this is a mohawk yeah um yeah so answer the postcard is that a mohawk uh (laughs) literally a comb over (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i guess kind of i mean in the sense that it's literally combed over i don't know i've never seen your head from above null so uh it's not on Google Earth either. So um, actually, that, that okay. I'm not gonna say that. That was weird. I was about to say, did you know a lot of roundabouts when viewed from above are actually elliptical shape, not not round. That kind of blew my mind. Um, and you stopped tip. yourself,
1: and then you continued.
2: <laughs> yeah, then you then you just said it anyway. <laughs> you said it anyway, like, <laughs> it's just like
0: well, it's <laughs> obvious when you think about why it's because a lot of them were built some time ago are on a slope, and so the people that built it didn't didn't build yeah. it straight. Like so probably we'll only some like it's not K. round
2: I've seen some look like a peanut, some some <laughs> like a triangle. Yeah, like you know, they all come in different shapes and sizes.
0: There's a there's a famous one in a market town in Cheshire where it's two uh that are kind of close enough that they're they screw up each other's axis of gravity, but they're not so close that they're just one compound double roundabout. So all that happens is all these cars arrive in the center of this actually quite small town village. And then they're just like, oh shit, I'd have no idea how to drive through this double star-shaped semi-roundabout situation. And everybody just kind of grinds to a halt and there's a massive traffic jam there 24-7. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that just reminds me of the, uh, eight, The is it in Milton Keynes where there's the, the roundabout with eight mini roundabouts around it? It's the only interesting thing about Milton Keynes, by the way. So <laughs> there is we it? go. <laughs> there
0: you go. There's a lot of good uh, architectural facts about Milton Keynes. My favorite one is the one about the um you know the central train station. No, uh, I've
2: never stepped foot in Milton Keynes. So it has I don't a, want to.
0: It has an Easter egg, right? Which is that the street leading up to the train station is on a ley line leading to a um, stone circle which is a reference for the summer solstice so the the sun rises on the morning of the summer solstice in Milton Keynes and illuminates the front of the the glass front of the train station it comes up through the glass window so a little pagan temple just like casually slotted in by the architects of Milton Keynes one of the weirdest that's my polite way of saying not a particularly nice place in the UK uh we need to get we need to get Tom on here properly. We need to bully we him do. on so that because we 'cause we, we, we've obviously met face to face and obviously my feelings on Reading are pretty are a matter of record. But um but he's a lovely man from Reading, so you know it just goes to show you uh, you can the place might suck, but the people are lovely. That's my, there you
2: go.
1: That's my <laughs> thought on that. <laughs> I had to Google Welcome. the difference between a, a Mohawk and a Mohican. So they're that difference that exists I'll put oh, the in the the, there you go the that's the
2: nightmare roundabout that's the one I was talking about so you have like about five different mini roundabouts to get onto the main one yeah because it's like a coming together of like six different roads yeah over engineer problem guys
0: it's it's a this is a, an amazing disaster of utopian architectural practices of the mid 20th century isn't it
3: it's look insane. at that and also oh my god how many words did you just say that I don't understand <laughs>
0: <laughs> well there was a whole period wasn't there where they were trying to build model towns like ideal towns and um they didn't get very far. Oh, is well.
2: definitely one of
1: them yeah because a... it's just one massive housing estate it's one of the towns <laughs> of the world <laughs> that's a huge overestimation of human intelligence right there um well, the, the,
0: the, 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 well <laughs> in garden city is quite green but a bit weird and also they only built a, they only built like what a quarter of it and then they kind of gave up
2: i think something like that um most UK so, development projects can be explained by that, though. It's like, oh, we just ran out of money and then we stopped. There is a little <laughs> bit of that. I have to say,
0: being being on the continent like last week in a country, France, that has higher taxation and a use-it-or-lose-it attitude, as far as I gather, to um, public infrastructure, that, that you'd just be like in the middle of nowhere and there'd just be a bunch of lads resurfacing a road that had some potholes because they're just like, wow, we've got the money, we've got to use the money we're, we're just like, going to resurface yeah. this. And you're just it's like, like, <laughs> you're, like, this is in the middle of nowhere. That like I went up one road and it was like it was to a hamlet. There were two houses in the hamlet and then the road kept going and you could literally avoid the whole thing So there was a whole motorway that meant it wasn't necessary. I didn't see a single car in like 45 minutes and yet the road was pristine, brand new. It had been resurfaced obviously within the last 12 months. I was just like, in almost any other country this would have just been a, a dirt track by now
2: yeah um, yeah, which would be gravel like that was once a paved road
0: i feel so like we, we've broken null with this roundabout i think yeah,
2: this yeah. is like the the how you get through it uh, yeah yeah if you want to go yeah. from yeah
1: mm-hmm. that's wrong though you, Look, that green the line on the lower left is or lower right is the opposite way
2: oh wait no it's not no it's not so you how you how i've been told you treat it is you go one roundabout at a time and you treat. Yeah the mini roundabout is your entry onto the next. So if you have mm-hmm. done roundabouts before you just break it down, although I imagine it's still hellish and I wouldn't want to drive across it.
3: Yeah. Can so I- you got to keep, keep left on the little ones and then. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah
2: it swaps directions. That was the trivia right? about it. The middle one is going a different like Absolutely. direction to the um, yeah. So that of course you don't just slam into someone. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I, I, you, that's it, navigatable. Yeah. Imagine
0: you, you landed on that in your driving test. You'd just be like, "Well, I'm oh, failing." Well,
2: well, I'll go again and hope they don't give me the route with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd just be like, "Well, this is just, this is obviously impossible, and I failed my driving test." So anyway,
2: uh, I, thanks I for playing.
0: Imagine people stuck in the middle. Just how the fuck
2: do oh, I get? Forever off? going around looking for an exit.
3: Just ditch it in the middle. Yeah, get a tow truck. I can't figure it out.
0: Um I, I saw a picture on Twitter the other day of um somebody shilling uh shilling rhino um usurper and they were oh, they had loads of they had a bunch of pictures of 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 some quite cool looking what? racks and stuff and I was That's like rack. Are those actually your racks or they were are they stock photos of racks?
1: <laughs> no, you can do a search, those are our racks. Those are your racks. Yep. Oh wow. We're legit got your racks out for the lads yeah you could. <laughs> oh my god sorry
3: we, a right. we, we hang, really hang a picks, picks out all the time yeah also had a wireframe rhino which was pretty cool yeah well, that's I mean, on was the website was that it was shilling the shit out of you is was that that's um that's, that's who Knots? That's yeah, yeah so you, yep um i do you, you you work with
1: knots right in we some do. fashion yeah, yeah we did we started uh february january sometime earlier this year Yeah. (laughs) Where'd you get that Cisco stuff off the back of the truck real cheap? Sort of. (laughs) That's good hardware, though. So we're actually, that that picture has like, uh, it's actually old. There's only eight servers in there. We have 10. And actually, we're just getting ready to split this up into two DCs. So we're going to move it to two separate data centers. We're going to try to cut the bill down. Actually, the bill will be overall higher, but it'll be split between two DCs. And then we're going to put two Horcrux nodes, one in each DC. They're about 30 minutes from each other on totally... I mean, if the whole region gets wiped out, then they're gone. But assuming that doesn't happen, at least they're on different power grids and they're on, you know, different uh, Internet lines and things like that. So um, we're, tr- we're starting to realize that one giant rack of stuff is probably not the best idea. So it's cool. Uh, yeah. Not if it's all in the one place. No, it doesn't really help. And when you have that much going down at one time, I mean, we're, we're getting around that with Horcrux, but when you still have that much stuff in one spot, it's not great. Um Plus, they like private DCs like this. They they still have maintenance windows. So, like for instance, we know we have a thirty minute outage coming up at like three a.m. on August first, and getting around that is a real a real pain for nodes that you know aren't signing two of three type of thing. So, it just becomes kind of a pain. So, having that be uh, two separate DCs allows us at least to you know make sure that we still have our own nodes running somewhere type of thing. So, so what you're cool. going
3: to like split your gear? Uh, yeah, why not, Why not? Have your nodes in two separate DCs, but have your signing raft like on something that's more available, like um, DigitalOcean or AWS or something.
1: I wouldn't say that those are more available, honestly. But we've had like big AWS outages. We've had Linode outages. I've had OVH fall off. Like we've had everybody's have heard Hetzner outages, things like that, even for small periods. But they're a little bit. I don't know. They're they're probably. But you you could be like- one more nine. If you have like a three a two of three uh
3: mm-hmm. raft, you could just distribute it between like Linode DigitalOcean
1: and AWS. That's what I have right now. I have one at one at our one at Cogent, one at AWS and one at OVH. All east, all like within a couple hundred miles geographically, and then um and then those nodes are also in the east. And so I I like to bring one of those more into house. And so if I'm gonna move, I don't have to move I don't have to move the signing nodes
3: really. I I mean, I can, oh, So, I can you, so you want them like, um, so when you're putting them with your, well, I mean, it makes sense to have one with your colos anyway, because yeah. you're close to your nodes, but also right. if those nodes go out, then you've still got, so you're going to have one, one at each colo and then one in the wild. Is that the, that's the idea.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right now we have one, one in the colo and two in the wild and we'll move it from two to one. And if that, it doesn't really matter. All three can be in the wild. It's just like, then I know at least like if the, and I can put a priority on a, RAF, on a raft node now, so I can have that close to the node. So if it fails yeah. over, it fails over far and it might miss blocks because of latency, but at least if it's close, then it's at least next to maybe one of the primary nodes type of idea.
3: You'll definitely get a better hit rate if they're like in the same colo.
1: Even right now across three different, um, three different providers regionally, it's like. 20 milliseconds a piece like in between each of those which is totally fast enough like that's fine like once you get like 100 150 like then you start it gets a little bit crazy but but anyway yeah yeah uh, that, that's our that's our stuff the only issue with having your own hardware is that you know it ages so some of that stuff I is age real fast and <laughs> age and all the I, I just we just bought like you know A bunch of SSDs for a, a couple big raids and things like that, which are fine. But then the CPUs age and all those, all these big enterprise class machines, what they build for width, they don't build for single core. So now that all the block times are coming down on all these chains, like the Kujira's of the world and everybody wants a one second block time, all this hardware that we have is struggling. So that's the real challenge is like, I can't, I can't add any more to it. Like I, it doesn't matter how wide, how many cores I give, it doesn't make a difference. It, it comes down to some sort of single core structure and these single cores are okay but they're not great so when you get into that situation then then i'm looking at building more and you know ugh, that type of thing so
0: yourself, uh, when you when you cost uh, in uh that kind of wear and tear like what is the if you don't mind me asking what is the price differential on running that kind of infra versus i mean obviously the obvious thing to ask is bare metal mm-hmm. but also, you know, uh, kind of, I guess in my head, like maybe something like DigitalOcean is quite often lower cost than something like AWS, but with fewer guarantees. Yep. Maybe.
1: I think that for, um, I mean, overall, it all depends on what you pick the hardware up at, right? So, so, so this, this stuff that we have is between 2016 to 2019 gen. So it's a few years old. Um, but they're all like dual CPU. Most all those machines have between 512 and a terabyte of RAM each. Um, and they all have between 36 and 72 threads. So that's two 36 core machines. Or two, sorry, two 16 core 32 thread CPUs in one box. So they're very wide. Um, and with a terabyte of RAM, you can and and fast discs, you can run a ton of nodes. Like you can run a a lot of um things that even have plenty of threads on it. But so, but again, it goes back to single core. So there's a lot of that hardware available. um, And we, we do a lot of upgrades and that type of stuff and everything else. And like, try to keep it somewhat. um, I mean, it's all, we've had very little downtime within the stuff that we've had. Um, All our issues have been more network structure because we run some pretty complicated security VLANs and VRFs and things like that in the Cisco side. Um, So that's the only thing that, that we've had, you know, issues with, but away from that it's it's pretty cheap to be able to run so i think it's it's the only issue with that is that it's also a those, RAM numbers, uh, those ram numbers are no fucking joke like to they're get no that joke kind
0: of, to get that's that kind like, of performance <laughs> yeah like yeah to get a fucking terabyte of ram yeah the cloud that's what provider. you get those.
1: yeah those, yeah you can't get that stuff right but again no none of our yeah. none of the stuff that we run uses that right so it's only width that which means how many of those chains can i run how many separate how many separate um uh, data stores or or uh, drives do I have? blah, blah blah. And that mix is that that stuff is a mix of vSphere that we we use and also bare metal. So depending on what we're using, um, that, it's mixed because the vsphere stuff we like to use for specific things that we can easily move across. Um, and I want to have something that's running and move that node somewhere else and things like that. And again, that's there's a lot of nvme back stuff in there, so which is plenty fast. Uh, but again, it just depends on what the right use of that stuff is. So, so the only issue with that is that, that like, sorry, oh you're going to cut you off. But the, the only issue with that, like I said, is like, I also have a bunch of AX 101s at Hetzner, right? Um, and those are month by month. Once that 5950 is no longer the fastest thing, I say goodbye. I launch another one within 10 minutes and that's their issue, right? But now I got this asset that's, I got to, you know, figure out what I'm doing with and I'm paying for and those types of things. So it's just, it's a balance of, of, of ownership. Yeah,
3: we, we definitely considered building, building our own, but like the types of servers we wanted to get new were going to be like 20 grand a piece. And mm-hmm. when you add them up, like to say two, lots of three in like two different data centers, you're like, you know, 120 grand. And then the like monthly bills in Australia for bandwidth are fucking insane. Like, are they- well, it came down to that, we can buy the hardware that we want. We can rent the hardware that we want for less than what it costs to host it in Australia. So that's ultimately the way we ended up having to go. Um, yeah. I'm guessing think, like
0: a fraction. It must be like if you're you you know if you're using – I don't know if you're using Hetzner or OVH or who, but it must be like a, a tiny fraction of the cost of purchase.
3: Hetzner so is so cheap. Our, our, most of our nodes are on um, OVH, right? Yeah. Um, so there's OVH Australia, which I'm sure is more expensive than fucking OVH anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But um, so just to host uh, like a 1U, and we would have to have a 2U, but uh, to host a 1U in um, like the cheapest one I could find in Australia was going to cost like I think it was close to 200 bucks just for hosting that in an IP address, right? Um, mm-hmm. But that's only with like a 300 megabit connection shared and so um that wasn't really going to work because for 200 bucks i can get similarly specced hardware um plus all of the hosting fees in australia for Mm -hmm. one machine so um and that's on in some instances like a 10 gig connection um i have not had any bandwidth issues whatsoever the latencies are better because they're over in europe um right so Yeah, it's been good for me. If you look at the OVH uh, pricing for the Australian nodes, they're more than everywhere else. So there's like specific nodes that say APAC, which is Asia Pacific, um, next to them. They're the only ones in all of the servers that have like different pricing for Australian ones. Um, Well, in you know, in the OVH lot, there's no like you know OVH France costs more than APAC uh, than you know OVH Germany. It's just all of the OVH stuff is the same except for the Australian ones, which has got yeah. APAC next to it because it's so fucking expensive over here.
0: Although Hetzner is more expensive in Finland than it is in Germany.
1: No, it's the opposite of that, isn't it? Isn't, isn't it expensive it? in Germany? More expensive in Germany that, than it is in yeah, Finland?
2: Yeah, I, no, I thought Helsinki was cheaper. Yeah, I think yeah, so maybe I've got it. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But this is like why everybody, like, there's the joke about if Hetzner went down, everybody'd be fucked, right? All these changes oh, yeah. stop.
1: The, the music stops. Seriously. Like, and There's no joke. Back come back. It's no joke. Like, uh, but it's such a, I don't know. I mean, we've seen some videos of like their process and everything else, but they deliver at such a low cost. It's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. But you do. I mean, this is the thing though, that
0: makes me kind of when, if, and when we move fully to Horcrux, then I think we'll consider running more stuff on Hessner. but yeah. you know, I've, I've had like, like my my bare metal days ended them on hard drive failures and moving to EC2 back in 2012 2013 yep. and I've yep. not looked back and I know, and I have touched wood never had um a major EC2 incident in all the years I've been using it uh, that has been Amazon's fault had um had a VPC disconnect caused by them screwing up um you know the entire european zone all vpc connections for about 10 minutes and not really fucked things up for a little bit but i mean when you got 13 hours to play with you know in cosmos right. it's such
1: a different calculation you know right i do think that, that i mean obviously we're all trying to work towards disposable nodes so i think our goal is to i mean we want to have our own a part of our just how we deliver is we want to have our own machinery and our own DCs. I think that's something that we like to have ownership of. And and I, I mean, we have we have stuff in Hetzner as well, but I don't want to be, I don't want to, if if 80% of the chain stop because Hetzner goes down, I don't want to be in that number. I want to be on the other side of that number. Um, and so I think we're all moving kind of towards remote signing that can be very portable and secure and the other nodes are disposable. And whether that's at some of these providers or whether that's on Akash or whether that is, you know, anywhere else. I think that's kind of what we're, that's what we're all working towards, right? So this idea of like sentries and validators and all these, like all that's gone, like that's all gone. So I am just trying to get to a point where the core is very secure and the nodes are disposable. And that might be three nodes, it might be 10, it might be whatever it is, I don't really care. Um, but, I, you know, so I, I think I think we're all kind of closely working towards that same idea. Yeah, I think at the moment my big concern
0: is basically how to get the... Uh, we're very slowly moving in the direction of Horcrux now, but how we get that smoothly set up in terms of the signers and where and in a cost-effective yeah. way. Because I think we have the problem that, especially for the bear market stuff, the TMKMS stuff has basically resulted in us because we were running fourth century architecture before. Mm-hmm. We basically thirded the amount of boxes that we've got, essentially, because we we're running one stacked remote signer uh, with some additional DR around it. Um, So we've got about one third of the boxes in prod that we did three months ago, like Mm -hmm. when Prop 16 happened, let's say. And the concern about Horcruxes would be going back to a raft of signers plus two to three per per network probably because the way we run. And that, I think, that, that that feels like a, st- a step backwards. Unless we were to do something quite radical, like take all of the sentries off onto bare metal um, and just treat the bare metal. I, so this is what I'm what I'm currently thinking now is to go back and basically write a bunch of terraform to. Mm-hmm. Uh, handle scripting up big Hetzner boxes, like big fucking Hetzner boxes, and then be running sort of three to six to nine, uh, maybe Hetzner and uh, another bare metal provider where all the Terraform is going to do is bring up a set of boxes, connect, essentially open the the correct ports to the signer and then say, okay, um, I'm going to install all my upgrades and Docker and then I'm fucking done. Right. And then it's over to you lads to then provision that with the correct, um, uh, the, the correct containers. And uh, with doing some of the Akash stuff that we did when we were evaluating running on Akash, um, we obviously used uh, Tom's Omnibus quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of think that that might be a good middle ground, is basically pulling in containers from Omnibus that sync very quickly because yeah. they're you know synced from the the snapshot the day before, um, yeah, and kind of put those together as you know, behind a reverse proxy, uh, and then and then basically have that as you know running on these absolutely stacked uh, bare metal servers. Right, that maybe is a way of keep of actually potentially even increasing our performance while keeping costs down, and then just have some absolutely chunky nodes running Horcrux because the th- the, that was the confusing thing to me because we had you know, Shultzy was talking about the performance and stuff in a, in a different thread. And, and it's like Horcrux is not that big, a, a program. It's not that heavy weight. So I, I'm not sure where the performance hit was coming, like what the, opt, what the problem was that it feels like it should run on a T3 micro or something on AWS, you know?
1: Yeah. My so notes that, haven't followed yeah. that. Sorry, no.
0: Well, isn't it? The lead has
3: to talk to all of the, so I think Shultzy was running like multiple networks on the same rafts, but the lead, think if you get a bunch of networks on the same lead node then they have to talk to all the other nodes um and coordinate and i think you end up with like a situation where it's quite a lot of traffic to process
1: yeah and 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 my stuff like i have um on the set that i have i have i have um five separate wraps going and so that that lead does move around and i only have a couple of those where i'm trying to push it to uh to a primary, but um, I haven't, I didn't see the same amount of usage that, that, that Schultz did. So I'm not sure what that was, or maybe that's it's fighting with something or something else, but they could, have been configuration um, too, maybe. It could it, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, are we going to talk about that comment? Or are we going to let that one go? <laughs> uh, can,
2: either, can, can, either, can either confirm or deny, I'll leave it. The imagination is, I mean, the, can do much more. You know, the,
1: um, the issue is is that this is an audio podcast, so now you have to read it out to everybody who's listening and not watching. Uh, what, what was the comment um, that came up from the... <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it was Soitus Studio saying, Cameron's a bit of a man who enjoys handcuffs. And I'm just going to say that <laughs> I can't remember who it was that said in horror the that if you show something, it's a lot less than letting the imagination play out. So I'm just going to say no comment and let people's <laughs> imaginations run wild because that is the true terror here. So no comment. Also, well, no king-shaving, man. It's 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no That's right. right. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's no comment. You That's know. Right. just saying. Who knows? Who, who, knows? who knows what these have seen? <laughs> who knows what these pipes have seen? <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, something about the structure of that
0: sentence that did not sit well with me. <laughs> Callum's pipe, it? though. <laughs> oh,
3: thank
2: yeah, you, yeah. Know.
0: There we uh, go. Also, no, where are you? You look like you're in the break room
2: of, like, a late 90s cell. warehouse no, or something. No, he's, he's either in a holding cell or he's in, like, the isolation room of, like, a high school in, like, England. Yeah, it's got, it has the vibe of, like, an adult education center, you
3: know, yeah, I yeah. Think
1: further education. Last, last time
3: Western. I was here, you were, like,
1: saying it looked like a mental ward or some shit. No, I, I said it looked like the conjugal visit room of a women's prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: But uh Frey, you know the um series in the UK where it's educating and they just go in different schools in all the different um different parts of the UK on Channel Four. Basically there's just documentaries that just go into schools in the UK and just film for like a year. This reminds me of like those schools where they set up clearly because you can get quite a lot of content in the isolation booths at school. Uh-huh. bad students just go sit. it remind me like Null is sat in one of those booths in like the isolation room at school. And just there's going to be a teacher that uh, comes from the door a second. What are you? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. So what the old schools didn't have it, so you just, you would just I, go and. I,
0: I think sometimes sometimes it's not obvious that there is that big an age gap between us, but like you know, I may as well have gone to school with Mary fucking Poppins, apparently. Because so, Calum, <laughs> I just have to say, mate, what you just described sounded like a
3: description of a person who should be going to jail. Is that people are going into schools? and filming children in isolation rooms.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's just the UK schooling system, I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, to be fair, the UK schooling
0: system is pretty fucked at the moment. They basically sold it all off to private
2: companies, call, called academies. So like, yeah. yeah, you could sell off pretty I, much I, most of the school to a private company. So- I think literally it's some nut statistic, like
0: 98% of the of secondary schools in the UK are now owned essentially by private companies and they get to part set the curriculum. And some of those private companies are just like essentially aristocrats who have put together a company and they, they literally just teach like whatever the fuck they feel like. And they're just like, oh yeah. And all of these lords and ladies were just like totally great, you know, totally great, 100% awesome. Let's not mention the slave owning. I mean, I'm okay. There's a little bit of exaggeration yeah, going on. It's, in this. A, it's <laughs> not, they have a rough curriculum, but they can fuck around with it. Yeah, they and can I, influence it. Yeah. I've seen some of, I, I've got some friends who are teachers and I've seen like what they teach. And they, the teachers don't, the teachers are literally like, as in they show you it and they're like, look at this compared to what we were taught. And you're like, holy fuck, this country is fucked. Like fucked. Yeah. Like 12 years of Tory rule and it literally is like, and to be fair, it was Labour that did that actually. So, you know, just fucking neoliberals, man. Just like sell off the schools, just sell off the schools for profit. Why the fuck not? What's what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah, okay, like quite a bad thing, actually, lads, because you end up teaching fucking evil. Status worse quo career.
2: maintains. <laughs> like it was bad enough
0: when I was at school, where you just all the only thing you learn, you learn about prohibition. That was all of your American history. <laughs> Um, you might have done the French Revolution because they are just across the channel, and then you did the Nazis, you did Nazis over and over and over and over and over over and over over. again, but with weirdly little moral judgment, just lots of facts, and you're kind of like, I feel like we should be mainly talking about how in every video game I play they're the bad guys, and for a reason because they were (laughs) fucking bad, rather than just being like, and what
2: happened in 1937 in November? And you're like this is oh, like yeah 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 like the, the lead up of like post-world war one germany to like yeah exactly war II and all of yeah, these yeah, weird
0: yeah. facts where you're just like and which politician said that we need to squeeze germany into to yeah. like a lemon until the pips squeak and you're just like these are not useful facts for understanding how genocide yeah. happened which is really yeah. the top line thing we should be trying to learn from this history yeah
2: but don't um, but don't google what churchill did in india by the way don't google it don't google it He's, great. Oh, he's yeah. a war hero. he's and, a war and, hero and,
0: and, oh yeah and china and japan May as well not have had any history because <laughs> fuck it. We're really? not going to teach it. Yeah. We're not going to teach it. African history. Now nah, they just, right. we. they you only might existed
2: get, when we when when, when, when we went over there, you know, the, the you boys. might literally,
0: yeah, you might get one, one module on the scramble for Africa,
2: which is the, when Zulu, the Zulu or the Boer war. And the only, the yeah. only stuff that gra- um, came up to was that was when the NHS stopped providing optician optical and dentistry stuff for free that was the level of african history in my gcse history yeah the, i
0: remember the- there was it just started with the groundnut thing because they uh, groundnuts and palm oil right because they needed mm-hmm. um oil for for machinery uh, to you know to help the the working class they were pressing back home who were building their engines of war um they were like oh we need some we need more oil palm oil suddenly we have a use for africa let's just occupy the whole thing uh, the other use they had for Africa, of course, besides you know enslaving the population and generally terrorizing
1: them for like two hundred years. Anyway,
0: Britain, British history, not great. Is there
1: yeah. that- There's some relationship between Britain and uh, Australia, right? You guys want to talk about that here? Australia has a really interesting history, uh, <laughs> <How's that? laughs> which yeah. which I think now we'll be able to. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up Africa and and uh, and India, but you you failed to bring up Australia. I don't know why you would do so that. We literally know nothing about Australia either. We just go like, ooh.
0: <laughs> They should ignore that whole thing. It's kind of like mentioned, like, oh, we sh- we may have shipped off some convicts. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and those guys, yeah. were, there were right. some real bad apples because those guys they were quite racist, and then they were very to the <laughs> aboriginals. And and you yeah, know, real bad apples. That's why we shipped them off because we weren't racist, we were busy civilizing a bunch of places, and that was very un-racist. You know, we were building bridges, which is it's like the opposite of racism, really. That's like the good yeah, guys. how could how could that possibly be racist? And you're just like Awesome, awesome history. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, yeah. so yep. Is it time for lunch? Yeah, oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, again, yeah. It's it's fun, and I then, and then yeah, done. and then at some point you you go to university or whatever, and they're just like, oh yeah, all that history you learned uh, is actually quite bad, and you're like, I did have that feeling that there was another side to <laughs> the story.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, to put it in perspective, I finished uh, school, as in pre-university education, four years ago. So yeah, there we go. That's when I finished with the UK education system. Um.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, sure, we're convicts, but he's fucked up.
2: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you, sure. us
3: out at the end? At the end, you're like, okay, so you've done your. You, we we sent you on a on a boat. Half of y'all died coming over here. We put you in a box for like twenty minutes, and uh, okay, now have some land in a country full of awesome resources and sell it to everyone else s- on Shide.
2: <laughs> the, the, the real punishment <laughs> is having to pay more. It, uh, the Him real punishment, screwed. yeah. The real punishment is having to pay more for OVH boxes. That was the real punishment. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just a really intended. long, long play. It's a really long play it's, for you not to like, be able to have. An it's efficient like it's effect. like the Domino's meme. It's the Domino's <laughs> meme where it's a sending convicts to Australia, null struggling to, to 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 rent boxes. A, a real punishment. Recipe.
3: That's the one. A real punishment <laughs> for the convicts would have been to make them fucking stay in England and drink warm beer for the next two hundred wow. years
0: well a lot of the, there is there's an argument that goes a lot of the reason that people so one of the one of the many things that resulted in so many people getting transported was um a massive crackdown on the rules about common land and especially poaching like poaching uh became a very very common reason to to get deported i gather which um was largely about essentially trying to deny well the are uh, there is an argument there is a historical argument that, that goes something like um uh, early stage capitalists and also the ruling class who were trying to profit off of the new industry were trying to not only break the back of uh, labour that had had quite a good time after the Black Death in terms of like trying to renegotiate the relationship between landowners and uh, sort of uh, serfs. Essentially, the end of serfdom was was the end of the Black Death, right? Because there were so few people, they said, "Well, we're not going to accept the system anymore. You got to pay us." And the, there's a kind of an argument that goes, okay, well, people also used to forage for a lot of their living, so they didn't have to be reliant on a wage to live fully. And like by breaking people fully into relying on a wage to live, that's like the ultimate subjugation into modern capitalism. Um, and the thing that was stopping that was like being able to hunt basically um, on common land or grow stuff on common land, forage your own wood and stuff. So hence, poaching laws becoming more extreme, and then. Sending people to Australia, so yeah but that's also why in English folklore there's so many um, popular folk songs where the heroes are poachers um, because there's a kind of historical there's like a folk memory of how important that was to everyday life and survival and how sad it was when it went I guess or maybe we just romanticize all the things that have finished in the past I don't know um, what
1: does it's all this have to do way. with what does all this have to do with Juno and Kraken? Well, I was going to say, should we should we move on to talk about the Kraken listing? Okay. Shall we? Well, hang on, I hang thought hang that somehow on. we're going to come back to that, and that's how Juno ended up on Kraken. Is Be, because... Before we
3: get sidetracked, that still wasn't really finished, <laughs> before before we were having. Um, so, <laughs> you, surfer, I just want to know. Uh, hmm. So, where do you have your Synode node now? Say say node because you got quite good uptime at the moment on say. My C
1: node is at Hetzner because our our current stuff that's there is not. Uh, the stuff in the colo is not fast enough for it. So same thing with my ebos node and my say nodes. Uh, so so
3: are, you, are you signing locally on those or are you I am, remote
1: signing? No, I'm signing locally on both those. So that okay. that will so, both I'm I'm building new machines for the for the new colo that we're standing up. And so those will eventually move back. But for right now those are remote because I, I, honestly, I don't I don't own hardware fast enough to do that. Yeah.
2: So what is Say's like config, isn't it a bunch of validators and quite fast blocks? Is, like, is Say the one that's trying to push like 500 validators that I saw? I'm not too clued up on it. No, I think
1: they put, they're
3: intentionally keeping it pretty tight, right?
1: They are. Yeah, yeah I think they're they're trying to pull, um, well, originally they were trying to pull 500 like half second blocks. That was kind of like where they started. They're, I'm not sure what it was set to initially or or. What they're trying to be able to do with that Um right now, I think I don't know. You're probably looking at it, but it's, I think it's like maybe a second or 0.8 seconds, something yeah, like point, that.
3: Point 0.9 is the block time. Yeah. Obviously. So it's they're they're
1: nine. trying to get that oh, really 1.3
3: now. I isn't think
1: that's. Oh,
3: now you
2: guys. Fuck! It's all
1: right. over the place. Right. Yeah,
2: I was just gonna say, isn't that because they're trying to do on-chain order books or something? Right? Is that to say or that's Yeah, correct.
1: yeah, yeah. So they want they want fast closure on those types of orders and things like that. So I, I think. I think that's the goal, and 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 honestly, from we talked about this I think a few weeks ago, but but even from the team, like they they're okay with block misses, and like they like their idea is like even if you're missing a third of blocks, that means we should be pushing faster. Like we want to be able to see where this can go, um, which is very different from how you know we've ap- traditionally approached you know a six second block, and if I miss one, like you know. You're you're asking questions in the mirror, right? A the um, tungsten
2: rod gets dispatched from space if you've exactly. on the penumbra zone. Exactly. You know about the rods from God? People oh, always I think the, I'm crazy. I, I love the penumbra zone, uh, people, to, people, and also rods from gods is amazing. Yeah, people always so, think I'm crazy when I say rods from
0: God, and I have to like yeah, reference no. the the whole that that was an orbital weapon system
2: thing. Yeah, that no, that was, was that was written about. Yeah, yeah, there was they were they were really trying to. Yeah, no, that yeah okay. I, I thought, Spoilers, if you don't want this
0: for the new top gun film put your fingers in your ears now right there are some right okay it's time for a little moment here the aside from the bit where the navy for some reason is testing a mark 10 spy plane which obviously wouldn't happen because duh it would be like the air force and there's, why would the Navy have a spy plane that takes off on the land? that's and and why would they be supplying a test pilot? It would be Lockheed or whoever the primary contractor is would be using their top they would be using their test pilot. It would be not maverick and it would also be a guy who's reliable, not a guy whose call sign is maverick. It would be somebody who is very calm like a test pilot maybe who's not going to do something dumb and blow up a, a fucking plane and, and whatever anyway, that bit's not the important <laughs> bit. The important bit is the entire plot has at least one major glaring hole. One of the major glaring holes is that they fire Tomahawk missiles at an airfield, which shows they know where this airfield is. And they're like, oh, the reason we can't just use these is because we can't just like fly a plane over and bomb this thing. Is because there's all these, these anti-aircraft missiles. And it's like, well, you, you know where the airfield is and you just blew that up with Tomahawk cruise missiles. So why don't you just blow up the SAM sites? But more than all of that, they have a Mark 10 spy plane and they don't have rods from God. And you're just like literally this entire mission is predicated on the idea that you cannot just drop a tungsten rod into this like hard to find place and blow it up. And and like clearly you would just use rods from God. Like, I was literally watching the whole Top Gun thing being like, Prince Rods from God. Like they're like, I can't enjoy like, this film. How, no, <laughs> How do we possibly blow this thing up? And I'm like Rods you know, from God. You know, my,
2: you, know, you know where my suspension of disbelief ends. The Rods from the God. That is, that's it. I, the movie that's it. checked out after that. That's it. No no I, fun. Zero out of ten.
0: I put my beer down. I got up and left. I was like, that's I'm it. out. I don't know how the movie ended. Yeah. All right.
3: So, again, back to our thing <laughs> we were talking about. It's like herding fucking cats, man. Back to the thing we were talking about. Um, so... I have a big burning question with these fast blocks, right? So what happens to all the history? Because this is going to add up super quick. And interesting fun fact, um, Notional helped uh, Cy with their uh, code, I think, to make those blocks happen super fast. But what's going to happen with the history here? Like no one's going to keep history from a bloody... One second block time after six months it's just going to be astronomical and if you imagine this going for years you there's not nvm big enough on the planet to like hold it so what do we do? do we Good just luck say, doing taxes like why don't we just why aren't we programming these blockchains to just cost the history
1: <laughs> well you you would also have to assume that there's gonna be a lot more uh, zero transaction blocks, right? So you could drop those out of there. And so I would assume that if it's if it's once if it's a six second block, or if I have six one second blocks on average, if it's you know one or two transactions per every six seconds, that most of those blocks are going to be empty. But I think the point I mean, it's so different than what we talked about before, right? Well, it is different, but it might be along the same lines of what we talked about before, which is at some point you're not going to be able to do it. They're going to ha- like at some point you would have to cut a new genesis right? And you have like what Todd has with com, which is some sort of archive node. And every four or five years, there is these different history type of nodes that have that before some sort of regen. And then it runs up again, I guess. I don't know.
3: So there's there's two things they need to like start working on. And one is that you need to be able to aggregate archives. Um, yeah. So if you like just Recut cut it on the same um, network name or even if the network name doesn't matter, you need to be able to aggregate archives as long as the accounts match up because um, you're going to end up with this situation where people are going to be trying. And, you know, people's FYs finish on different dates too, so you can't even have um, you know, just cut it every year at the end of the FY and start a new network because you're going to still have crossover between, um, you know, Australia's finishes on June and America finishes whenever and I don't know when um, England finishes but Fifth uh, of April. So the the point is you're gonna have all this history, right? But it's gonna be huge. And no one is maintaining history anymore anyway. People are state syncing, people are using pruned um, uh, snapshots. So there would only for each network there would only be a handful of people keeping
0: history. So I'm pretty how sure many, it's going to be a how of many how many Cosmos networks could you do you think do you think for certain at this point all of the live cosmos networks actually have complete history
1: i don't i don't think so i i, I, think I so. would think so i would think the foundations would run like i, I run two for stargaze that we have two full nodes that we keep history on but like stargaze is a pretty easy network as we haven't gone through that structure um you would think that those groups would want that history right
3: so even the archive nodes and the history nodes, I've tried to query blocks back mm-hmm. in the history uh, and I don't get responses out of them. Like um, when, I, when you try to query the vowel set specifically from history, like a a, no, a, a block a long time ago, yeah. you can never get data out of them. It's, that only keeps like the last 5,000 blocks or something uh, for those I think five that- records.
1: No, isn't that also how that's set up? Because isn't there like a query time and there's some other things like like how long that query could run on that node because there's some RPC settings in there. I thought you'd like jack all that way. This is a good tie question, but I thought you'd jack a lot of those networks, like those things up because it, some of those queries take some um, decent amount of uh, kind of transaction hopping to figure out what exactly the state is to be able to return it back to you. So that, that query time might get timed out or something similar to
3: that. Yeah. Well, I guarantee, like, none of the validators are going to be keeping right. history for these fast blocks because, like, no. your performance degrades as you keep more history. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do about that. Um, but if they're, you know, I, I think if that's the way they're going to go and they don't care so much about history, they should just toss it. Um, so maybe have, like, a trailing, you know, you, you have to set a flag to keep history basically so if you're like rpcs you can set a flag to keep it yeah. if you're a validator it just you only need to know the hash of the last block and the transactions from this block and then you move on anyway so or maybe like you know the last hundred blocks and then just have an open door out the back and off it goes Um so people don't have to do all this stuff with um, pruning and and um, state syncing all the time to try and keep up performance
0: well yeah, I mean especially if people start moving to things like Akash anyway, where they you have to use omnibus, like to, to do that in a sense of, or like in any kind of reasonable way, you need you want to use omnibus, right? And so you're gonna get history from the last day plus a snapshot. Yeah. And that that is increasingly just the way what you see everybody doing. Like if you looked at everybody's snapshots, half of them we polked you because obviously polka is like the hardest working snapshot provider in the cosmos. <laughs> um But yeah, yeah, I I don't don't know. Um, It's an interesting question. Like, I I, I mean, actually, I guess it's that thing of like, um, there you go. Uh, So So, Todd Todd just said, if it's only got the vowel set for the last 5,000 blocks, it's probably not a history node. Even if it has all the blocks, history nodes have state for every block. Okay, so
3: just just on that, fun fact, um, Todd, (laughs) <laughs> I I was querying off your history nodes, so um, it's uh, I don't know. It, it must be maybe the particular query I was using, but I was I was trying to query the validator set from history, and it, no no Juno history node I could find would give it to me. Um, I didn't try other networks, but uh, anyway, sorry. Continue uh, the fray.
0: Well, I guess I guess it's just like back to this thing of like there are certain cases like taxes where you very much do need the whole history. Um but like other than that, there are it's not really the end of the I mean, even in a hypothetical world where no history, no archive nodes existed, it's actually maybe not the end of the world for a lot of use cases. like uh, the, the, the integrity at state now is the most important thing by right. A massive massive and especially in proof of stake uh, proof of stake networks where it's just the validator set right now signing the block that matters and then the finality on that proof of work you know obviously different very different but proof of stake i think like the history is fundamentally less important is my feeling so it's it's less important as far as determining whether the
3: the block and the transactions are valid right that's that that the current state is valid right from that point of view but you know obviously some people will need history and if they don't have it the governments will kick up a stink about this
0: particular sure but i guess i'm also talking like philosophically i think we have this attachment to the idea that proof of stake should have that complete i mean obviously we need we need it for for tax reasons but let's ignore that for a second put that to one side and go like you know we're we're also attached to this, I think, for conceptual reasons because of familiarity with what came before, and actually, like proof of stake is kind of its own thing. Um, maybe well, I mean, it's yeah. like it's like very different to like a stream where you know if you have like uh, you know a large streaming data store where it is every single event or or events or where it's every single delta that's ever existed in the in the data store, um, and you can reconstruct the state. I mean actually event event uh, sourcing is a really interesting model to think about like where everything that's stored is just a delta from previous state to next state so you can always reconstruct any point any point in the history and that's <clears throat> excuse me that's maybe closer to the the UTXO model right um in fact isn't that literally what the UTXO model is it's just a lot of deltas completely lost to what you're talking about <laughs> uh, I was talking about event sourcing, Mel. No. Uh, database <laughs> yeah. strategy for streaming databases. Right, um, yeah, it's a dev thing. I don't
3: know about that.
1: Again, what does this have to do with Juno on Kraken?
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, I'm struggling
2: to make the link here.
1: <laughs> Juno on Kraken is going to make us all rich. Um,
0: that's not financial advice. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's it's
2: going do, to be good. Do
3: you think now that Adam is now irrelevant?
0: Yes.
2: <laughs> I would say I would say a hot. There we go. Alex said it for me, but I would have gone a step step uh, a step further. And uh,
1: yeah,
2: I, I mean, the re- say doxed to you. Whoops. The reason that we are uh, on
1: again, track-
2: again, you're always getting doxed man. It was oh god,
0: always getting doxed by collaborators and friends. Anyway, uh, it's like do you know that drill tweet where it's like uh, I think the original tweet is actually like turning the dial, turning the dial on, and then in in inverted commas racism and looking around at the crowd for approval then turning it more i feel like it's like turning the dial on hot take and then looking around at the crowd for approval before doing more <laughs> but but Calm didn't really raise the ante he just kind of let me sh- publicly shoot I myself mean, in the head
2: and uh, then... was it ever relevant
3: oh yeah well I mean well, it was it, the it was the default uh on off ramp, right? Because it's easily yeah. transferable no, and I, now and now Was
2: it ever relevant. relevant? Oh my god. Still, there we go. He I raised I still it. think it is. I still think it is purely because this atom has of course got the maturity and the deep pools of liquidity on sexes.
1: So that is the only thing Liquider. it has to yeah. huge, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. It has time. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it has time.
2: it's been on all these exchanges mm-hmm. for years now. So, of course Juno is going to have to wait a good few years and Juno's only on one exchange. And I don't know what Kraken's availability is. I just saw that it's not on it's not live in Japan. That was in Kraken's tweet, unlucky mm-hmm. CCN. <laughs>
3: oh. You're <laughs> oh, saying all the shit today, man.
0: <laughs> you know, you use your real name on the internet. you want to be careful. <laughs> uh but yeah no um yeah obviously actually i think that it is a fair point that the liquidity on on atom is obviously huge and yeah also their inflation model is very different and that has i think a pretty big implication for its use as an on off-ramp judo is it does have a problem in that the low supply i think does have an impact on its on its usefulness for an on-off-ramp as a general purpose thing as opposed well, to a... just for yeah. Juno notes. Rama Rama
2: Rama isn't BitGet, isn't BitGet just derivatives though or am I getting it confused with like Bybit or something there's so many fucking exchanges
3: I don't know I was going to say Rama says that Juno is on BitGet I would say BitGet is irrelevant because no one knows what the fuck
0: it is
2: I, I'm hearing
0: about it just now
2: yeah I've never <laughs> heard of it BitGet out that's all I'm saying <laughs> thanks Rama <laughs>
3: I think it's it could be on other like DGEN exchanges too, but um,
0: you know. Yeah, well, isn't it on like DGEN exchanges? Did you mean decentralized mean. exchanges? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what you meant. Just DGEN exchanges. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Say so, sensational. <laughs> um,
3: so yeah. Anyway, so now that uh, well put it this way, now that Juno is on Kraken. Uh, will you be utilising Atom for anything in the next month?
2: Well, well. so this is the thing. So there's been a lot of talk recently about Atom 2.0 and no one knows what the fuck's going on with that. So I guess maybe that'll come back and bite us all in the arse about it. But, I would argue yeah. that
3: we're actually up to more like Atom 5.0 or Atom yeah, 6.0. Yeah.
2: no, no, no. What is it? Is it Cos- Cosmos Hub-4 we're currently on? So... <laughs>
3: Yeah, like, but also, Joe, yeah. The use case changes monthly on uh, on Adam, so far as I can oh, tell. That's,
2: that's, what, that's what the Twitter accounts will tell me. There Everyone was, oh my god, did you see Jabby's
0: talking of spicy? Spicy, oh no, the cake. neutron
2: one, the neutron one, right? Jab, yeah, yeah, you're right. friend,
0: friend, oh, the show, um, Charles Jabster the third, known by his handle Jabby. Um, in fact, everybody knows his name is Joe, so I don't know why I called him Charles Jabster the <laughs> third, but whatever. He kind of seems like he could be a Charles. I always thought that about Joe. Anyway, um he th- th- I think he basically like quote tweeted you'll have to correct me on the the correct Zoomer language for this, uh Callum, despite uh Twitter originally being a millennial thing. I gather it is now a Zuma thing. So
2: we do it better. A quote so.
0: tweet. So is that a sub tweet? No, it's no, a ratio, no, isn't it? No, it's no, a ratio. No, oh, talking about.
2: no, no, I don't mean even ratio. No, so did you not, not ratio sub- it? No, sub tweeting is say if I put a tweet and saying, say you'd annoyed me on um, how Yeah, I, I, I,
0: I reference it without actually mentioning yeah, it directly. I don't I don't, I don't at true.
2: you. I just say like oh a founder has just front runned me for 50% of my allocation where right, everyone yeah, knows true. it's you, but I haven't just at you. But yeah, I don't even hit a ratio. But he quote tweeted something from can't remember the name of the guy. It was some terror account formerly. Unfortunate, isn't it? But um <laughs> but yeah um then uh but yeah so he quite and he wrote a good thread on neutron to be fair and i'm nothing against neutron he just put what makes neutron unique and then he sort of put a thing on juno which was completely everyone took it a bit too hot to, everyone thought he was bashing juno no he wasn't he was just sort of saying like oh this is why this exists and this is why um this is this is why yeah juno like you know they sort of they can sort of both exist so, and then Javi retweeted it and just put, uh, so, and one of the reasons he listed why neutrons better is just that atom is readily available on these exchanges and, um, yeah, so they, then Jabby retweeted and said, um, how's that looking now? And then Jabby then also replied quite quickly after saying, I still think it's a good point. And I imagine that's due to the availability of atom on exchanges.
0: Yeah. But it's still also funny to see when Javi gets spicy because we no do no it was it, it was good did enjoy Javi's hot takes.
2: I I like that tweet. That is the sort of tweet I would write. So, <laughs> it's,
0: uh, so speaking of tweets that you might want to write, um, yeah, uh, as you know, we we'll, we'll, we'll do that in a second. So <laughs> I, I actually also want to cover one more thing that is actually technical. And is within the purview, if you like, of the actual purpose of the show, which is that uh, we were talking a few weeks ago about. Uh, we've talked actually several times about Akash and running on a, running on a Akash and running on a cache which are obviously both completely different services. Um, but also the the limitations of the SDL in terms of um, validator IP whitelisting, which is a problem for all of us that run um, remote signers. Uh, and I've been talking to the Akash team about this. Um, they don't plan on fixing that within the short term on their roadmap, but SDL changes for that kind of stuff are potentially in the medium term. But this is again where we kind of get back to our our good friend Tom, um, that they're going to basically roll out um, changes in Omnibus that uh, cover simple setups for reverse proxying so that you can configure your own um, whitelist using a reverse proxy layer. while they because they they, i guess they just don't think enough people have the sdl problem outside of validators um to me it seems like actually there's probably a lot of use cases where you do want uh ingress whitelisting um but they are i think reasonable to say well you can just obviously run a reverse proxy in a container so um but they're going to make it easy for you to do that so that's Quite cool in terms of those of us that are interested in running validators and infrastructure on a cache in that way, yeah, and the cool. cache for that matter. Um, I really need to decide to consistently pronounce it correctly at some point. Um, so that's that's something I found out really in the last couple of days, which I'm excited about in terms of actually giving it a proper try. Um, and maybe that will also be the thing that pushes us to more seriously start evaluating a Horcrux setup because we kind of got the the boxes lying around at the moment, but we're been doing fine with tmkms so i haven't had like a, a a reason to break off from all the various things we're doing and be like lads this is the priority this week
3: so did you in the end determine that using a cash is uh <laughs> economically viable
0: uh yes but it's not loads cheaper than aws in its current form um it is a bit cheaper. Loads
3: cheaper than AWS.
0: That's not really the bar, though, is it? Yeah,
3: if that's the bar. Yeah, load. well, you're
0: talking like the the uh, to get a validator running with a reasonable hard disk um, from provider that was definitely available. Um, I mean, you can see in the video I did, but the bids were about seventy dollars per month. That was that was what right. I got okay. to. Up, um,
1: that's it, not, it, I mean, that's for what? That's for. How many cores and ram and everything else uh, enough to run
0: akash i think it was like four four cores 32 round. i don't know it wasn't it's pretty small. it's not going to hack it for juno lads right right <laughs> um it was enough to run akash but then akash is the bit that's the blockchain is actually quite simple compared to uh, sorry well, quite low footprint let's mm-hmm. say compared to a cosmopolitan chain so that is that if you were going to run Juno, then I, I at that point I don't know. Um, but this is kind of back to I think we talked about this before. This is back to the difficulty of if your product is a marketplace, uh, yeah. fixing the supply side of that is like a multi year roadmap just to bring on enough providers, right? Yeah,
3: I mean, there's a lot of uh, re- there's a lot of spare um supply at the moment in a cache, but the problem with um a cache is is that they i haven't been able to find decent reliability anywhere through a cache so i've tried a bunch of different servers just for websites and they keep going down um it's been quite annoying we ended up having to move the juno website back to Vercel um because
0: oh right yeah i think i saw you mentioning this in one of the chats like so is the juno website now back on Vercel? yeah because it Oh, wow. Went, I didn't realize um, that.
3: Well, we lost the provider three times in a month. So I don't know if it was like in a lot of cases, we could still access it through the provider's reverse proxy. But, um, and it wasn't a Cloudflare problem. Um, it was something, sometimes they would just go dark and you couldn't access them through the web at all. Other times, like the the reverse proxy would stuff up on them. Um, <laughs> so... I don't know, um, but we had enough issues with it that we decided to move it off there because we can't just keep having the main website go down. So, um, but I did find out after I moved it to Vercel that it is quite, quite data heavy.
1: You mean just the um, page load and everything else? Well, you get, there's a lot of graphics and movement those on that videos,
3: site. Those videos are pretty big. <laughs> yeah. Now what so is the load on this thing, actually? So it's been back on, um, so I only put it, uh, I moved it to a new team yesterday on Vercel. Is,
1: is this still going through Cloudflare?
3: Uh no? yeah, still, still Cloudflare,
1: yeah. So Cloudflare's caching some stuff here at the edge too. Vercel, we run our stuff in Vercel a couple different sites. I've been always happy with that.
3: Um, Vercel is good. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Especially for the, 20 bucks a month.
3: Yeah, unless you blow through your, your data. Mm. Uh, then not so much, but oh man, it's the, the web interface is so confusing on uh first cell. I can never find out how to get into the bloody, the correct um, settings. Like there's, they got the settings across the top. Mm-hmm. And then if you click the settings, it's like the team settings.
1: Oh no, right. now I'm in, the, but I, now yeah. I can't find the analytics. Like they go to the individual site and then go to analytics. Yeah. It's a little bit goofy. Like yeah,
3: but so this, oh, go, sorry, you have to go back to the team to get the usage right. Okay, righto. Yep. So we put it up yesterday, and in the last twenty four hours, it's used seven point five gig of bandwidth. Mm-hmm.
0: Which yeah, it's pretty good. Wow, that's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. So How like, is that is that cached?
1: I mean, it's yeah, at the edge, but yeah. Crazy.
3: That's proxy through. Uh, so for comparison, I mean, obviously, my my site's got a lot less uh, requests. But like, my website's used fifteen meg. <laughs> I <laughs> think it's are those
1: videos back there? What are those things back in these backgrounds? Yeah, those they're, they're are, videos. Right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so um, you know, for example, the, yep, you know, the main video there has used one point eight gig.
1: Yeah, that's a bit much.
3: And it's like. <laughs> It's 46 megabytes, I
1: think. Really? Um, that should yeah. be maybe like that. Okay. <laughs> Anytime uh, it takes 46 megs to load a website, that might be something you want to think about.
0: Well, I mean, that, that so is, wait. what Does that <laughs> – wait, 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 hold you broke, on, what?
1: You broke the fray. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait, what? Is – what? <laughs> no, no but, like, no, but hang on. Huh? What? Did no, but are we serving <laughs> it, so, I'm sorry, like, we wait, totally wait, wait, wait. broke
1: the fray completely <laughs> broke them. Did you somebody somebody sorry, reboot the, the judo website rebooted.
0: is serving 46 megabytes?
1: Well, it's of a video web to a mobile browser. It. Hang on, I, I don't know. Let me let me let me recheck that. I see both a mp4 and a webm on that thing. Let me see if I can pull a webm size. How are you seeing
2: this? Just off
1: the of, just off the
0: source. Oh, all right. I'm now going to load Wait. it on my web, on, on my phone. Uh, to be fair, actually, I've just loaded the website here. The fan is now on in my laptop. The MacBook <laughs> is taking off. Uh, this is this is there's not there's something not quite right about this
1: because this is this is a powerful. This laptop is basically a web server. Let me let me run let me run a Lighthouse on it. See what's up. There might be just some just some work to.
2: Everyone's laptops just starts taking off.
1: I guess there's an Intel laptop there.
3: I can't even find the videos. Oh, vidges. Uh, Uh,
2: Vidges. Oh, yeah, it's got to be the videos. Jesus.
1: What does this have to do with Juno and Kraken?
2: So Kraken would have gone to Juno's website to do their due diligence. And that's why it's been 46 gigs because or whatever it was. Because it, they've been doing a lot of their due, due diligence and going back to the Juno okay. network.io site.
0: It looks like it, it doesn't play the videos on mobile. We're okay. We haven't like killed everybody's data. That, that really freaked me out for a second there. Funny okay, enough.
2: So, so get this
3: right. So yeah. the ecosystem MP4 is 20 meg. The footer MP4 is 12 meg. Yep. The hero MP4 is 10 meg. Yep. Uh, the hero 2 web M is 4 meg. So when I um, when I
1: load it in Lighthouse, I get a bigger. funny enough. It doesn't do that bad, but it, it's not awful. It's an eighty two performance, which isn't bad. But the because I think it's just it's prioritizing structure, it's prioritizing paint, right? But the the ecosystem WebM is twelve point nine megs, and the footer is five point seven in WebM, which is pretty significant. So the overall page load is twenty two point eight megs. That could That's be probably deep. reduced a little bit. I would think yeah, I guess, <laughs> find some ways to be able to do that. It could probably yeah sacrifice some detail in those. But, it, uh, but I mean, I mean, but but I think next I'm assuming this is next JS behind the scenes. But next and also Versell's doing a good job of actually loading items in order and you know not re, not making it a an issue from a from a viewer perspective. It's just a lot of data behind the scenes.
3: Yeah, so I'm beginning to wonder if like a cache, uh, sort of, you know, just. Turfed the websites because of how much data they were using, or something.
1: Maybe. Well, there's no SLA there, right? and you have there's no contract there, right? So any provider can just kill it at any time, which is really on you as a as someone as a content provider that has to monitor the fact if my provider is still serving this data. Is that right? Uh,
3: there's no SLA.
1: Right. So like <laughs> yeah. whoever whoever's serving that, like it's too much data. They just gonna shut that thing off, right? They're gonna kill that, and you have you have like you just you don't really know about that until the site's down
3: yeah people message you and go sites down again and you're like fuck permission is um, both ways i guess
0: yeah so right. it's a exactly right, permission yeah. to rock nice.
3: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you, get.
1: you said, but what's what's lighthouse is that something i don't know about that is a google delivered kind of like uh page loading and paint and um metrics structure by Google that determines and gives some score around load time and best practices, etc. How
3: does uh, KingNode score in there?
1: Uh, I can tell you in a second. Because I mean, it's, 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 it's only a single, a single page, page right? right? So I'm guessing it's going to be pretty fast.
0: So, while they do that, I think that that concludes the, the conclusion there is that when when Omnibus lands its changes, can do more experimentation with Akash, I'm personally looking forward to doing that, but obviously there's some stuff I think with which is going to need to happen. I mean, obviously this is the thing. Like I, I, I think with overclock, I said this actually. I was talking to uh, Don Kryptonium earlier. I have absolutely no problem believing that overclock have the technical chops to pull off everything they need to to make all of the tech work for Akash. I think the hard thing for them is going to be actually finding that supply and working out how things like, like, like you said, was saying, no SLA. Cool. Can't run any critical infrastructure on it. You know, how do you work out that stuff in a marketplace where you aren't going to be able to get an SLA, but you can enforce economic incentives? What is the mechanism designed there to make it actually viable for you as an infrastructure provider who needs? High availability to have faith in that system whilst it's still being cheaper than AWS which is honestly not that expensive in
1: the grand scheme of things yeah I I mean to my point is it's early it'll grow those like that structure will occur over time um I also don't know kind of early on if it's a requirement that it needs to be cheaper like there's a there's some there's some trade-offs there in terms of decentralization and not paying for one provider like it's kind of like early days of electric cars like it was always like a measurement of but is it cheaper than gas well maybe it's not like maybe that is that the yardstick that we're using here like at least initially and over time etc etc so um i'm not so concerned if it's exactly cheaper it was more expensive than i there's a lot of talk about how how cheap it is and i think your your data show that it's not you know costs are costs. And so it wasn't, it wasn't, um, a hundred percent cheaper or something similar to that. Like it was cheaper than AWS, but it still, still, um, was pretty close. And so I think, I don't know if it, if, if price is the only benefit to this, right? So I think you're, you might be paying for some other areas as well.
0: Yeah. It's trade offs on there. Um, yeah. so we've got, we've got Callum on here. Um, <laughs> kind of oh, yeah. so 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 normally callum would be <laughs> I love ship I, love, valid- I love
2: validators I love running <laughs> yeah. nodes I love running all my nodes on a cache I love so, it
0: so so to be fair callum does currently run 100% of his nodes on a cache
2: Yeah yeah 100% of my nodes are on a cache and they have an 100% up- uptime on all the chains I run nodes on
0: so, uh, so we wanted to, to, to pick your brains, uh, Callum on how you've got across every chain that Callum validates, he's got a hundred percent up to uptime and he's never missed a block. So oh, you know, I, we, I have
2: never in my lifetime, missed a Block. So exactly. Yeah. So
0: we we, were, we, 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 heard, we, heard, we, heard, we, saw his tweet on Twitter and we were like, we've got to get him on to explain how he's done that. So Callum, do you want to explain your, your magical strategy?
2: Don't run nodes.
1: That's a good way not miss block.
2: It. You you obviously yeah run yeah, yeah yeah. But I've never I've never missed a, a block locally because it's all you know very in a contained environment. So I've run a Juno node before. One of one. Yeah, my <laughs> my the perfect network. One validator.
3: <laughs> Did you just like I'm delegate a bunch of Juno to yourself just to like make you number one on the list of
2: of one of one. <laughs> That, that's uh, to, how local Juno really, works yeah yeah that literally is how it comes set up for you yeah, yeah. It's, you, uh, can tell,
0: you can tell Null's never done any local development because yeah. he doesn't know that it's just like this is all but, done
2: for, for you yeah.
0: you get a jaunty little thing where it, it it provisions you the thing and then it spins up the node and docker and then you get the logs where it's like this is a validator and then one block two block yeah it's block. literally that
2: easy guys I don't know what you guys are complaining about <laughs> I, I, run up
0: no, my I, I watched your tutorial
3: on it on uh, the internet which was entirely too long when you can just like connect your thing to the Juno test net I'm confused
2: yeah there you go yeah it works both ways you see banter works for both ways guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean but you also weren't awake to to troll when we were actually doing the, the the podcast so um no dice
2: that would have been funnier in the live chat by the way
0: What's that? Oh, in
3: your uh, man, it's three AM. I'm not getting up at three AM oh, for that. What, what is three said, AM for you now?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Shouldn't you be doing chain upgrades?
3: <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I simply didn't have any
2: spare time at three AM. <laughs> oh, oh did, did did say have another update? Yeah, okay, that excuse works all the time, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, seriously, what time is that though? Uh, UTC.
2: Uh, but we do it like three it's even like three or four utc or two like it changes i think we varia- variated varied a little bit it's like yeah, it's three like... two four utc one of those times it's pretty early for me. It's like and it's been... and it's like it's mm-hmm. like every other every other week every three it's weeks pretty pretty inconsistent is what i'm hearing you gotta work yeah, around yeah, your holidays exactly. right you guys are yeah guys right, are yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I... the only way i've missed blocks you could say yeah, just
1: all those holidays. In the way. It's just, not like
3: yeah. uh, Game Nodes, which is every week at 2100 UTC <laughs> on Wednesdays. Rain, hail, or shine, even if we have absolutely fucking nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, be, to, be Zero. to be fair,
0: I think, I think you are <laughs> actually the only person that has maybe made almost... Actually, no, wait, I don't think you have made every, every episode of ga- of Game Nodes, have you? I don't think he's any of us lag- like, He's been, no, he's he's been lagging game, yeah.
2: most of the time, so, you know, see Aussie I, internet. Think, I think I've
3: missed one. Maybe. Really, that's
0: it. Yeah, I've missed three, I've missed a couple. Yeah, actually,
3: I've missed, one. I've, I've missed yeah. twenty.
0: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, Callum's been the most inconsistent. Of yeah, the, yeah uh, I'm actually
2: one of the founders, by the way, guys. I've just not shown up for the twenty. Shadows, before <laughs> you just
0: shadow banned him. Uh, the I think you've been every
3: single one. I'm the only one who's been every single one. I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out there. I could be. Yeah, one.
2: I think you've, I think you've been in every single one, but I think you've like dropped like a few times, but you've been in every single one. Whereas I think least- Jabby kind of, Jabby kind of dipped after the first, whenever <laughs> that right. was. After the first um, two.
0: Yeah. After you're- the early drama, Jabby was like, this is actually too much. I want this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with this. At least I've
3: you're Mo- to resort to the conjugal cell to get the good internet though. So the government. Wait, always-
2: with- yeah. 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 You're in isolation. That's, that's, that's the trade-off for good internet. Your um-
1: Mohican has made some sort of appearance <laughs> on at least 21 episodes
2: yeah wait what one did usurper miss
1: i've missed a few oh i have usurper has a life and holidays and and other it's it's kids it's kids or something else that always comes up that's it yeah so since there were 79 minutes in can we talk a little bit about howl since you're like you're both here and like you know we only got 10 minutes left like uh, should, we, should we? People who have who have listened this far who can't <laughs> be can't be a very large number. We could we could, we could right, do is that. There, is there anything you want to gift the people who have gone through seventy nine minutes of roundabout slash kraken slash whatever else type of conversation we've had? I'm going to give you the keys to the Lamborghini. What do you Never got? Never gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah i mean this isn't the first this isn't the first application i guess that i've launched on juno so i kind of knew that it would be even on testnet would be a bit nuts like how's your how's your day big callum
2: uh well you decide to dip for an interview uh, straight after launching it you're like yeah i'm gonna tweet about it and then <laughs> okay, go for an interview go. five minutes after <laughs> so, so this is this is the sort of, he dropped the tweet five minutes later He was in a call <laughs> so yeah but no it was actually fine like um, it wasn't bad uh, just I was actually kind of blown away by the amount of people that are willing to play around with something like in a way that like everyone, everyone's everyone been quite nice about it we've had a few smaller issues some good feedback already to be fair and just yeah just got chaotic really quickly like because we've probably had like quite a few you know peaks and in interest and dips and peaks because of just how our communication is as a project so yeah everyone seems to then everyone like we're getting a bunch of people with loads of questions the faq has already built up loads because we're getting asked a lot the same thing mm-hmm. but it is what it is and yeah it's quite exciting it's weird to see people play around with something that you've been exposed to for like two months and just kind of just been there and you're like i'm used to this and then they're like oh how do you do this this doesn't make sense you're like no it's just this but it doesn't make sense to them so yeah can you I actually,
3: actually use this? Is this usable?
2: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, maybe not. It's subjective, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 that's kind of a big question. Uh, I, mean,
3: I, what, what? I, 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 I missed the the announcement because I was probably sleeping. Yeah, uh, and oh, you're on Don Kryptonium as well with your uh, man. I've really had cool. a long
0: a long day. It's a long day.
2: What <laughs> it made you look good in the uh, in the? Image. yeah he did you and he did you a nice one with the uh image he used for you i
0: i he asked for an image and i don't I didn't even have it on this i don't have it on the laptop but i i sent him one um that i made up uh it's it's basically just me but with a dance cap on which was my response to somebody <laughs> it was i can't remember who it was like it was some <laughs> it was some fucking shit project or something
1: that basically was it for just, the terror
2: developer fund.
1: Um, I love, yeah. I love Don's, uh, hero what? images always crack me up.
0: Like I love them. Yeah. He basically, I think clipped that straight out of game of nodes. Uh, I don't know. I, I sent him a picture. And always he, was make just like, laugh. he was like, that picture's rubbish. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just going to clip one out of game of nodes, basically. Um, but yeah, there was like some, you know, when um, we, the testnet halted, sorry, the mainnet halted on upgrade and we had to just uh, patch it because of the order of upgrades. There was basically, I can't remember what it was, that somebody came out of the woodwork from an, uh, a project or a chain or something and it was given shit about it. It was like, oh, anybody could have tested for this. We, we found it on our testnet. But- oh, I don't know. I know.
2: Oh, I know uh, and, the project you're bringing up, but you're not mentioning it Yeah, and, it I, and I was basically
0: like, I, I was not going to engage with it. And then I, I think in the end, I basically like made, I made a, um, yeah, I made a Photoshop myself in a dunce hat. And I was like, you fucking happy or something like that. And then <laughs> uh, be like, yeah, good one, you fucking new governor And And then I deleted the because so I was like, ah, it's actually quite childish, but I have the the image of me in a dunce hat lying around on my hard drive. So I sent it to Don and he was just like, be serious, <laughs> <laughs> which is when you know. That's when you know, like, because Don is not a serious guy. So when yeah. you, when he's going, like, come on, man, take this a little bit seriously. Are you like, sure?
3: i, I jumped but, on the I jumped on there with Don the other day and literally talked about Hong Kong for like half an hour while I was eating a steak. <laughs> I was like, <laughs>
2: okay. I I like We've talked about Brit- We've talked about British history for about half an hour. This one, so we can't talk.
0: Like us, he, he sometimes takes the first fifty minutes to actually get to the subject. But I I don't think yeah. that's a stone we can throw from our glass house.
1: No, we're no, doing no. it
2: again. We're literally doing it again right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's asked me a few times. I'm like, I don't know if I have anything really to talk about. And then you guys have paid. You guys have you you know you've paved that goat path of having no topics to have good conversation. So yeah, I feel pretty so good so about sometimes. It.
3: You don't need to have an agenda to have a good time.
1: I know that, but his podcast seems like a real one. <laughs> 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 seems different than this one. I don't know. It's slightly different in some sort of way.
2: Oh yeah, we've I all mean, been on it, us free, other than
1: Yeah, I so, think yeah. you that you do have to go on it
0: now. Otherwise, you know, I know. you are like billionaire friends. Don reach out. Let's go. Um, so
1: all right, so back to howl. What give us a give a give a for folks who don't understand what it is, or not been playing with it all day today, or are going to listen to this, give a give a 120 mm-hmm. second overview of what you guys are trying to build, or what I you're building. I shouldn't say try to. That's right. not. That's not. Yeah. That's a. That's a. That's a bad phrase. What you are Sorry. building and what you have what built. Did. I should say that.
2: <laughs> right. So now that Howl is live, it is a microblogging platform of 140 characters that you can write, and using the Howl token, you can stake to liking is staking on a on a post and basically the you the delegator gets 60% of the inflation the author of the post you delegated to gets 20% of the inflation 10% of of which goes to the community DAO and 10% of which goes to the dev fund which is sort of very similar to the, uh, the community tax on a Cosmos SDK chain and yeah so basically it's just this sort of market model which uh, the fray explained really well in don's uh, podcast about how it creates this market of the authors and the uh, delegators sort of you know buying and selling how to support each other and building this market very naturally but basically you can support smaller creators you like it also has a patreon model built in it's just yeah it's awesome come check it out come play with it come break it you might get you might get rewarded and also,
0: I guess it's worth mentioning, there's a couple of things we can't build until mainnet um, mm-hmm. because, so it doesn't work on mobile yet because you kept the mobile, doesn't work for what we need um, for testnet applications. So that will come, we have like a version 1.1, uh, which is like the things that we can do after mainnet. And there's like three, I think three major things in that. One is mobile support, two is a bridge to twitter so essentially just like posting from house twitter to duplicate it so you you can just stay in one rather than posting to the other so it's just going to kind of re, repost it to twitter um and then the third one and this is the one that i'm probably most excited about actually is the uh, long form posts so um the kind of actual like long form uh, blog posts because we we actually started building this kind of more back to front like the long form was what we were doing first but then you needed replies and comments and stuff and uh, especially because obviously Callum's involved in DowDow Dow. Um, like replying to at, at the moment you can't really comment on Dow, Dow on proposals and things like that and it was kind of that sort of use case like the replies to a long form blog post and the replies to like Dow proposals that kind of kicked us in the direction of doing that first like the shorter posts um and also the, the fact that you need ipfs to do longer stuff so we almost mm-hmm. need to launch essentially see if people use it see if there's any money in the bank and then we can afford to buy some fuck off heads in the boxes and run ipfs nodes and a reverse proxy and build out some infrastructure around um the stuff we need to to run the the long-form blogging stuff which we've kind of won't take us long to it's it's kind of already partly implemented in various Mm. bits and pieces so yeah
2: on on chain it's there uh, on on chain it's there but of course we don't actually run the infrastructure to support it so yeah yeah
0: we need to build the ui for it basically so but i i i'm pretty excited about the blogging thing if i'm honest that's kind of cool um can you just clarify for
3: the viewers uh how is its own blockchain or how is built on
2: juno so yeah, it's uh, it's its own. No, it's, I was about to say the completely wrong thing. It's um, it's 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 a con. It's a set of contracts on Juno. Okay. So it's written in Cosmwasm, It's deployed on Juno. That means you have to use Juno for the gas fees. Right. And, and it's that, currently that's probably the, on the Juno testnet. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. currently on Uni Three, the Juno testnet.
3: And it's currently broken, Uni Three, or. We broke no, Juno tools. We,
2: we, so I've been tweeting. I've tweeted uh, wait, wait, a yeah,
0: is yeah, the yeah. address.
2: So I've tweeted a couple. We have DOSed multiple things today, completely unintentionally. So, firstly, we DOSed the Juno faucet for testnet. And <laughs> I've been posting some good memes about that today. And then, secondly, we DOSed Juno tools testnet because of the amount of requests that people were making. So I did the Bart Simpson chalkboard meme, but he's just writing, I will not DOS Juno Juno tools, or I will not DOS the Juno faucet. So yeah, so we broke a lot of stuff today, but not ours.
1: Can we, I mean, there's a couple Uni3 validators on this podcast, right? Can we provide some infrastructure so you get off those types of things? Or is there other ways to be able to do that, that we can be able to provide some additional infrastructure for that structure?
2: Yeah, so we had some. I remember PubMoss quite early on in our testing. Actually, recommended some. He, he, they, they, they also offered to run some infrastructure. So I guess it's just something we kind of need to um, sort out. Afraid, uh, don't we? We need to. We haven't. Have we done actually any analysis on how heavy we're hitting RPCs? Because I bet uh... we are hitting them very heavily
0: we're probably hitting them pretty heavily. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of stuff that we've talked about a lot on here about infrastructure DAOs and all that other kind of stuff. And I think Howl is an interesting use case because other than than maybe junior swap, I don't think there's another smart contract um, on other than maybe Fortis. Fortis was a fucker for RPC calls as well. That's going to be doing the kind of numbers and the kind of hits that How might be if people even slightly get into it, Mm -hmm. and I think when going all the way back to the very first idea of how, which was just like, okay, what is the most simple thing you can do, like, uh, that's going to try and that's going to basically break CosmWasm was my original thought, and it was basically like, blog platform or Twitter clone are the two quickest ways to evaluate whether something, a database, a UI technology, whatever, is actually usable for a consumer use case um that was like in lisbon last year so it's taken a long time to have time to work on this to find other people that are interested in working on it um, and to build this out i mean we've been working on it since what february march so it's like five months of work to to even get to an mvp um and see if we can yeah break cosmos basically but assuming we don't actually break the underlying runtime, we're going to have to like, I mean, Howl itself is going to have to provide infrastructure. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the only reasonable thing to do. And the Howl DAO can do that. And that's also partly where my interest in Akash and all that stuff is coming from at the moment as well. I'm kind of thinking longer term that, you know, the Howl DAO is going to need to pay for some of that stuff. Or, you know, longer, longer term, it becomes its own chain and then problem solved within its own marketplace. Um, it pays for itself out of its own native token, purely out of inflation or whatever. And actually, you know, re- thinking really long term, the sort of stuff you might want to do with the ownership model for something like this to make it actually meaningfully decentralized. It probably should be its own chain. And I don't know that it would be a Cosmos chain. I know that it would have to have Cosmosm. And it would want I I think we'd want it to have IBC, but whether it would have the SDK or not is it yeah. is moot. It depends where the development of the SDK goes. Yeah, to get down to, you you want to get
1: to one second block times, is that what you're saying?
2: Well, I mean one second block it times. Would, it would could, be benef- it would be beneficial in this context, wouldn't it? it would. Yeah.
1: It would. I know. I, I saw that like just in posting and messing around a little bit. Like, I mean, you have the, the standard kind of like I'm waiting for a block to post type structure. Right. Plus my, I was using a ledger. So my right thumb is totally worn down to a nub because every single thing, I'm um, 22 hits to be able to get to that point. That's not really the best hardware wallet structure. That yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that so I suggest yeah. maybe as weaver
0: has done a bunch of stuff on essentially like the, the, the bit that does the Patreon mechanic, how pay, um, is kind of like the beginnings of an actual yeah. wallet abstraction and an account abstraction yeah. and weaver's done a lot of thinking also, and yeah. built a proof of concept which like Callum can probably tell you about
2: yeah he's done yeah weaver's done some great stuff I think actually the proof of concept of that was prior to the pay like the subscription model so he had yeah a yeah it's so really cool he's already written where- it,
0: but we've figured we can't throw loads and loads and loads yeah we can't because it'll be
2: very and and it's got to build up trust right like i understand why someone with this system when i explain to it i'd understand why people are a bit hesitant it's like whoa like who am i trusting here so he built a very small and it's live on the testnet right now a smart contract where you can or is it and i think it's using Auth z actually and it's authorizations contract where you can authorize uh this contract You deposit juno in and it can make the gas payments for you so you don't have to click the kepler pop-up you just have to keep this thing topped up so i could keep i could top it up with 10 juno and forget about it probably for a couple months before it even because of just how gas on juno works you know it's like 0.01 juno so right yeah like and it just means you don't have to go approve approve it just goes and you just only have to do one big top up which is exactly or like however top whatever top up you're feeling comfortable doing. For some people that might be one, for some it might be five. But yeah, yeah that's so we've got a lot of sort of MVPs like that actually behind the mm-hmm. scene, all from Weaver, who's amazing and is very underrated as a uh Well, we'll know, say to be fair,
0: there's another thing that's behind the scenes, which is the the uh the path controller contract, which Callum wrote, which is quite important to uh, like if you're a DAO and you want to mint arbitrary subpaths for stuff in your project, or if you're a wallet and you want to provide free names for your users or something like that, um, you need Calum's contract where you basically buy a root name, send it to that contract, and then the contracts can essentially control it for you. Um, so there's there's actually a, there's a lot of different bits and pieces that we have knocking around for yeah. roadmap <laughs> items. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I think it, it, all depends on whether people actually use it. Right.
2: Yeah. First. We, yeah. We have these, we have these floating pieces that we want to put in the puzzle, but in what order depends on what people want. Yeah. So yeah. Um, ideally we'd want, we've already, I've already seen a few suggestions where it's like, Oh, I don't really like having to approve TXs each time. Yeah. And it's like, we've got a POC solution for that. We've also got a solution for onboarding another one, which we've sort of, we haven't written any of the code for, but it will be possible. We have to again, wait until How goes live for trading, but setting where How can be used for gas. So if someone just gets sent How no Juno on chain, even though I think that's technically impossible because the account needs to be active, but if they don't have Juno for gas, we could allow How for gas using this other contract. And they're similar to the authorizations module where it has, a Juno balance, which is funded by us, but it will use the HAL token Juno swap to try and keep the level. It'll always try and come back to like 10 Juno. Mm-hmm. So it always has... 10 Juno is enough for, let's say, a 1,000 transactions. Sure. It'll always try and keep go to that target 10 Juno eventually. And yeah, that creates some sell pressure for How token, but I don't think it would be a problem, really. Like, the, the pressure would probably be quite minimal.
1: I mean, I used yeah, it for... I used it for probably two three hours today and i I mean for for some of you guys just launched today like i didn't i didn't come across any blockers like there was nothing there that didn't work like everything kind of worked as it was there i had a lot of functionality i wanted right like there was a lot of things that that were like either confusing or like just trying to understand how you guys are thinking through it or those types of things but that's that's natural right um but everything like for uh, for of you guys just launched today i thought it was extremely put together like everything just worked you know what i mean um
2: do I need how to be able to post? No. So you could earn how by writing a good post, which is something I quite like. I quite like that as a model, as in a way of onboarding people. You don't need. I mean,
0: going to be rich off of this model. so.
2: <laughs> I've wasted too many bangers on this podcast, guys. You're going to have to pay me. <laughs> it's my
0: turn. Finally, the ship posting pays off. He's been training for this for many years. <laughs> how do I make money by ship posting? Yeah, I mean that's actually a, so it is also worth saying there are going to be some challenges next week, um, to break how and there are rewards in HAL which will be applied on mainnet to be gained for, for breaking it. And it's gonna be stuff like uh you know, become a Howl Whale, accrue the most subscribers, stuff like that, you know, basically stuff where you- Form a hostile
2: you're... takeover, like Zin, like yeah. literally rugs if, the DAO will if be somebody, If
0: somebody rugs the DAO, <laughs> we'll be very impressed. We have talked about it quite a bit. I think we know of a few vulnerabilities that if you worked it out and got organized with some other people, you could probably rug the DAO. Um, that would be funny. Um, but we're going to publish some of these um, sort of on probably Monday and then uh, see whether HAL is still standing on Tuesday. Uh, it, it'd be interesting to see how quickly people can work out ways of, of gaming the system. Because um, uh, we obviously have some moderation and stuff in place, but it's quite rudimentary at the moment. So, uh, you know, that's why we kind of want to incentivize people to break it because. Um, it's, we, we obviously are going to do stuff around, you know, maybe traditional auditing, but at the same time, like bugs and code integrity are one thing. Um, and people using the system that you design the incentives wrong on is like totally another, and I think we're more concerned about the latter case at the moment, um, which is probably a false sense of confidence from the rust compiler. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs)
0: Null's just zoned out to the middle
2: distance. He's he's using HAL right now. He's He's messing with it. Mm -hmm.
3: I'm just playing around with HAL. There you go. And, you know, something that was really evident to me is that you have to buy a Den's
2: address to fucking use it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, if you were listening, Null, you would know that eventually my contract can fix that and provide it for free.
3: If we go that way
2: freezes yeah yeah
3: no it's just uh i mean it's good it's (laughs) a fucking you know different uh integration model to pump up those returns on the dens
1: (laughs) it's like yeah
0: yeah well i mean like Super super
3: fast too like at the moment
0: it is yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty because everybody's finished dosing judo tools, yeah. and they're and they're kind of done the RPCs back up.
2: Um, that body, uh, that charlem though, fucking hell. No, it's old school. Twitter used to be one forty. So yeah, no, I like it.
1: Yep. I'm okay with that.
2: I like two five five better. Like two five five. Oh, what well, like a like a bite? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see the appeal of that, but it's too late now. We've committed to one forty. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> too late for life, man.
2: Too late i don't know
0: raise a ticket maybe we can argue about it like are you we'll, are we'll, you
3: functionality here to
2: like you know do uh tweets yeah, yeah. so yeah like threads so uh, that's something i would quite like because that would be a cool way for before we get long form away a lot of people on sort of cosmos twitter even crypto twitter in general you know they write a thread so that's and, definitely if, something we want to support so yeah we do so we, do, we like,
0: do have threads and replies but at the moment it, it they're kind of not grouped together in the ui so the question the question we have is like whether we should recursively like always be grouping those together or whether we should because obviously if this is successful in any way we're going to have to like build out some infrastructure build out some um, indexing and stuff and then we mm-hmm. can kind of arbitrarily decide how to, to make that work and that that's that kind of secondary layer of stuff you know do we just throw all our threads in there is the question, you know, and just have that served out of the secondary thing. I, I don't know. We'll we, we will kind of cross those bridges when we come to them, I guess. All the data exists, and the the machinery, if you like, to make threads totally works already. That's just the replies, just thread of replies, mm-hmm. same as Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How it's displayed is
2: different at the moment, because we don't really have yeah. threads. We sort of need to follow the, the list. Yeah. 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 yeah, the graph is perfect for our and even like Subquery, anything—all of those mm-hmm. indexing solutions are literally perfect for how we can just, you know, persist writes to chain. As in, the only time you'd interact with the chain ideally would be when you're writing a post, and then it would all be done through this GraphQL thing. Yeah. Unless I'm really overselling Subquery, but I think that's sort of the ideal yeah, model, yeah. right? I
0: think sub-query so too.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: They've been chasing us a little bit about when we go live. Are we going to use Subquery? And the answer is. Probably, because yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably, uh, unless uh, nobody uses howl, in which case,
1: then which obviously. case, onto the next project. I would, yeah, I would honestly, but that that piece I would kind of think would be part of MVP. Like, I the it'd be difficult to launch without that querying. Like, I can't even like find people. I was trying to find you guys, but I can't do that until I. You to find a post yeah. that you guys are in or something, yeah. somewhere to like that. So I don't know how you would launch without that because I don't think that's yeah. A fair well, we we structure. actually we we
0: the search thing. We sort of all thought that the other one or one of the other ones had actually just implemented it. There is a ticket that's bit. I think it's the second it's, ticket. Like, in our it's like backup. it's like
2: from March. It's like from March, which is like a month after we started properly developing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It's it just it gives of-
0: you an idea of like how kind of tunnel vision sometimes we have been on this. Is that we're just like. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. I think today I was just like, hang on, lads, I can't find the search bar. Yeah. And then Callum was like, there it doesn't, is, it is no search bar. And I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I saw a search bar. And Callum's like, there is no search bar. And I was yeah, like, okay, so. I was like, but we have yeah. the endpoint to do search. It's like, yeah, but there is no search bar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, okay, well, I'll make a ticket for it. And I made a ticket. And then Callum was like, there's already a ticket for the search bar. And I was like, fuck's sake, this is probably got like, my page page face on it as well. Yeah. It's pretty literally got my face on it.
2: But yeah. So, yeah, it's just that. Pattern matching on blockchain is hard because it's impossible. Sure, so yeah. we couldn't we couldn't do like you know on Twitter where if I if I typed C A L you would get like me and then you know whoever all of my burner accounts that uh, I used to pump up uh, pump up impressions on my posts. Uh, but yeah, so currently the the very basic search implementation would be if it's an exact match, show it. <laughs> Which is exactly how DENS works. If you go on Dens yeah. and you go to mm-hmm. register a name, right. that's how you can check if it's taken. But you're doing yeah. some
1: search on the hashtag, right? So there's something there.
2: Yeah, but that's only an exact match as well, I'm very yeah. certain. That should be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, I mean, it's, I mean the, You could just the,
2: hashtag everything.
1: You could hashtag You could hashtag your name and whatever else. Yeah. I I mean the I mean the core of it is the structure around being able to stake on a post and that's Yes. That's, pretty at, awesome at That's, the
2: center of it is the this model where yeah you know it you as a content consumer get rewarded but also the content you're consuming gets rewarded which is right. where it's very very different and i've been on a few things now where i've said it's for a lot of people who don't have the largest following you know they're not big enough to get a condex sponsorship but they're um they're, they're big enough to pull in some impressions uh they can they can get some get some rewards on how which I think is awesome.
1: Yeah. I I think, I mean, that's where this fits in, which is like kind of this great, this great flattening of bring it down to content, content and value. Right. Um, And being able to reward that. I think that's awesome. And really curating your feed around
2: that. Mm -hmm. And we've also got some more stuff on sort of in like sort of grouping and having custom feeds, or you can even, you can even separate your feeds based on aliases. You could have your own aliases and that could be your each feed. Right. Sorry, Let's, can you just say that again? <laughs> uh-huh. You can say that word again. Uh, aliases.
1: <laughs> there we go. Aliases. Right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you had the emphasis. Wait, wait, I just, you I had, just, had the oh, yeah. emphasis on the wrong syllable. I just lamble. feel
0: like there was a bit of a glitch in the matrix there. And, <laughs> and, and I was like, am I the only one hearing this?
2: again.
3: What does this report post do? Where the fuck does that go?
2: Oh, that goes to the moderator. So do you want me to ban someone? But I'm, I won't be a moderator on mainnet. I've just made myself a moderator for testing. Are we so moderators on you moderator. I am. I, I made a multi-sync proposal to make myself a moderator <laughs> just so I could see if it was working. <laughs> so,
0: so am I banned already then? Am I banned from Hal? Did you do that?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've taken your money. Don't worry, it's mine <laughs> now. Yeah, how do I stake a post? I can't see the link. The heart.
3: The
1: heart. The heart. Oh, is that it? You just press yeah. the heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, he, and then he, it, what I what I didn't pick up, which obviously these guys helped me out with, it's not like like on Twitter you just like hit a like and you have four hundred ninety likes, but but it could be four hundred ninety likes from like one person, right? So yeah, the yeah like one stake how there
2: is one like,
1: right? So you can stake. So I could stake all of my how on something that you have, and not you'd just have like hundred likes time. or whatever, right?
2: Yeah, and right. it's maybe I should say it's one howl at one arbitrary point of time is the like, because your likes will keep on increasing because your like will expire. Because you a like in howl, which is a stake, is you lock up some howl for, for an amount of epochs, which is currently 24 hours on testnet, and then it comes back to you. So you have to keep on coming back.
1: And I think a mainnet, you guys are talking about like two weeks or something like that? Yeah, would, yeah. so Like an a stake over
2: two weeks? On, on testnet, it's currently an epoch is an hour, so you get rewards every hour. And yeah. the epochs end after 24, so it's a day. Oh, whereas on mainnet, we'd do an epoch is a day, 14, 14 epochs, which is two weeks. And that's so so subject to change still. We could we could easily change it. That's all configurable. Imagine, re-
3: imagine this. Imagine if your like button was actually staking Juno and it was backed... Back ended by a liquid staking contract.
2: Uh, I don't want a headache. Those really... words,
0: those are all words I understand, but that was too degen for me. I just blew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so what we're going to be introducing is a how derivative called a woo. It's going to gonna be on Comdex, and it's going to be a stable coin which is tied to the value <laughs> of stable. treats. Okay. Oh, then value of carbon and it's algorithmically (laughs) pegged to treats through some mint and burn mechanism. To be fair,
0: maybe we should actually have two tokens in HAL just so that we could claim it's a stable coin. And then somebody (laughs) would be like, There's literally nothing stable about this design. It would be like, (laughs) No, there's two coins. They have a relationship. It's actually very complicated math. It's actually very graphic. It's just clearly trending down
2: yeah we just a have that
0: we zero complicated we just have these two these two stable coins that are <laughs> it's um, like a double
2: uh, helix That's
0: yeah right. it's like the it's like the cobra's head from it's top gun again what is the fuck is wrong with me today